G'day and welcome to episode five of the Zork Talk podcast. This week with special guest Taylor Mole from, well, I can't really say Colorado State anymore, can I? No, you can't, but happy to be here. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> um, I'll, we'll get into the transfer in a bit, but um, yeah. first you were obviously able to get home before everything down. Yeah. Was that like a split decision once the season was cancelled, just get out as soon as you could? Pretty much. Uh, I'm pretty pretty much as soon as the classes switched to being online, they basically said there's no point being here anymore because we're not going to have any practices. So we kind of jumped on the quickest flight out of there because it was getting a bit crazy in America and was able to get home within a couple of days and be safe here and then had to have the 14 once I got back into Hobart. But it was a pretty quick process altogether. What was that like being in like the proper quarantine um it was very boring not gonna lie I couldn't obviously leave the house and I think knowing you can't leave the house it was kind of worse like you'd want to go out more but it was I guess it's something that I had to do so I wasn't it wasn't that bad but it it was pretty tough but I guess because I was doing online schooling as well that took up most of each day but yeah it was pretty boring altogether yeah fair enough and um back um, in the next couple months, I think within the next month, I would say sometime in July, I'm trying to get back over there and get back into practicing, but I haven't booked any flights or anything yet, but hopefully soon. A time frame on when you can get back to training and all that over there? And playing. Yeah, I think I'll still have to, I'll have to quarantine once I get back over there, I'm pretty sure before I can join in on any practices, but I think we're we were allowed to start voluntary practicing as of July 20th in like all NCAA um, sports. So sometime after that, probably early, early August, I'll be able to get back on the court with the new team. That's good. Um, yeah. You're a, you're a Lakers fan, right? I am a Lakers fan. Yes. Yeah. Thought so. <laughs> um, what was your initial reaction to passing of Kobe? Um, I was, honestly, I didn't believe that. Um, when I first saw it, like all the notifications, I was a bit shocked about it. And I was obviously very, I think I did cry when I saw it happen just because I was a bit, like I didn't know how to feel at first. Like you just don't expect anything like that to happen. And so I was really disappointed and just felt a bit like it wasn't real the first few days. And then seeing all the interviews and like dedications to Kobe was pretty tough to see it all over TV, but it was pretty sad. And to see someone go that early, it was pretty tough, but yeah, it wasn't great. Just wanted to add that in there. Just yeah. Um, when when was it that you kind of knew that you wanted to play basketball? Like, was there a moment where you were like, geez, I just love this sport, uh, or was it just gradual? Um, I think from the beginning, when as soon as I started playing basketball when I was younger, I always liked it more than any other sport. But I think probably when I was when I started making like the regional teams and started getting into like state teams I think I knew like oh I keep on getting picked for these teams so I must be like okay at the sport and then I kind of I was playing netball and footy back then I kind of just dropped those and started focusing completely on basketball and then I think when I made my first state team first two state teams I thought okay this is something I could can be doing for the rest of my life and actually make a living out of it and go to college and stuff like that. And um, you talked about making teams and stuff here in Australia. Is that like that's obviously a big part of the recruiting process and yeah. scholarship? Um, 
how many scholarship offers did you get? Um. Uh, well, um, I got a I got a fair few. I got a lot of interest from a lot of schools, but um, official scholarship offers probably between ten and twenty, just from all Division One schools. And then there was so many schools that would just message you and just see like where you were at in the recruiting process. So it was pretty tough to like get through all the messages, all the phone calls, all the emails, but there was a fair bit of interest coming, going into my freshman year. It was pretty tough to get all through all those like messages and replying to them, booking phone calls and stuff like that. So it's a pretty stressful process altogether. Yeah, and so were those phone calls, yeah. were they pretty much like interviews? Yeah, pretty much. They'd ask kind of what you were looking for in a school and then they'd kind of talk kind of be selling you their program and you tell them what you want in a program or a coaching staff or a location stuff like that but they asked a lot of questions but I think I also asked a lot of questions as well like what sort of style of play they had like winning culture and stuff like that. Um, how hard was that decision making process of picking a college? It was really hard I think um, it came down to some like it came down to a place where both my family and I could see myself playing and living so I think it was more about the people and the area as opposed to like the if, whether it's sunny or whether it's summer or winter or stuff like that it more came down to the whole basketball aspect of the program because in all honesty like that's why I was going over there to play basketball solely and be able to get on the court and win some games with the team. So is that what separated Colorado State from the rest yeah yep going into my freshman year it definitely was that what separated it they had a winning culture they had really good girls when I visited on the team and the coaching staff was really great and they were just all around really good people and it was in a good area a good safe area as well um so what what was that adjustment period like when you got over there um it it actually I think the biggest adjustment wasn't even on the basketball court. It was more in the classroom and like the academic side of things because they played it. They placed a big emphasis on that. And I think that was what was a lot different to me because I had to, I probably only had two classes a day, but it was just a lot different being in college, like a university setting. And then being able to get those papers in when you have practices till seven o'clock at night and then you have weights again the next morning. So you're doing a lot of homework on buses and planes, but that was definitely the hardest thing to adjust to. And then the basketball wasn't that hard to adjust to because it was pretty similar. Having been at the AIS for the year and a half before, it was pretty similar going from there to college training-wise. But... And, um, yeah, had a bit of a dilemma when you first got over there in terms of what brand of boots you could wear. Yes. Because um, <laughs> you'd always worn Nikes, yes. but Colorado State sponsored by Under Armour. So, Yes. How how was that adjustment to that? It was it was hard. It was tough because I had only ever worn Nikes. So then going over there, I think Dad brought me a pair of Under Armours a few weeks before I went over there just to like be able to wear them. I liked the shoe honestly, but it was definitely very different having to wear those. I I like them, but I definitely am always a Nike girl. I think. Fair enough. I was better <laughs> brand, but I think yeah, on the Nike side of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so were you a bit uh, nervous or anything when you went into your first practice or what was your first impression of college life? Um, 
I was very nervous. I think going, I think I was more nervous going into the first practice, like walking into the locker room the first time. And like, cause I didn't know any of the girls going over there. So walking into the locker room in the first practice was probably pretty nerve wracking. But then I think once I got onto the court and got like in my natural habitat, being able to run around on the court and shoot and do all that stuff, I was completely relaxed and just in my own kind of bubble when I was out there training, but it was definitely nerve wracking the couple of days leading up to the first like official practice I was pretty pretty nervous and uh, part of that obviously learning all the plays and yeah all that is that that was would have, was that pretty tough or uh, well, it, it actually was yeah it was pretty tough because they throw a lot of things at you <coughs> excuse me they throw a lot of things at you um pretty quickly and just expect you to pick up on it and I was the only freshman um coming in so I was like one of the ones that didn't know a lot of the stuff and a lot of the rest of the team were returners. So I had to kind of pick up on everything pretty quickly, which was tough. But yeah, it wasn't too bad because they give you all the plays on paper, but it was definitely adjustment um, going in there, having to study, I guess, the plays in basketball, but it wasn't too bad. And um, so what about your first game? Because uh, there's obviously much bigger crowds over there. Than- yes playing in front of here so what was that like um it was pretty cool it was actually really cool just being able to run out with the team standing there for the national anthem and then like everyone gets told called out you show the video but it was a bigger crowd than I think I've ever played in front of um it was actually only a few hundred but I guess I'd never played in front of that size of a crowd but it was pretty pretty scared not scary I would say the word I was I think I was just very nervous because I was, like, young. I didn't know what to expect, but it was pretty exciting getting out there for the first time and being able to hear the crowd and hear all the fans and the boosters, but it was really, really fun. What was um, your overall experience like in your first two seasons? Um, didn't really get much court time. Was that, yeah. was that a bit of a factor in wanting to end up transferring? Or Yeah, that played into it. I think I wanted to be somewhere where I could make a – make a difference and make everything on court. So that was definitely definitely a big reason why I transferred because I loved the area in um, Colorado State around Fort Collins. But that was definitely probably one of the main reasons, just opportunity and playing time and being able to affect the box score and help my team win games. So that was one of the main reasons why I decided to enter the transfer portal a couple of years ago. What were your other reasons for that? Um, basically I just wanted to, I wasn't getting much of an opportunity at Colorado State, um, and that was nothing against the coaching staff or anything like that. It was just, I guess, how it was, how it was, but, um, I'm definitely excited to, I think, get to the new place and meet the new girls and, um, do all that stuff, like kind of start all over again, almost, but. It was um, a little bit sad leaving all the girls at Colorado State and the coaching staff and the players, but I'm very excited for the next the next place, the next opportunity. So um, where are you off to officially? Uh, verbally committed to UC Santa Barbara in California. What's what's the ending name? The Gauchos. The Gauchos. A little bit different. The Gau- yeah, the Gauchos. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... Uh, then- <laughs> You have to redshirt a season with them, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that is that just part of the whole transfer process that you have to redshirt a season? 
Yeah, basically, you just have to sit out for uh, um, the next season, and then you can play straight after that. Yeah, right. Um, so I guess when when we're over here and we watch a lot of Australian basketballers um, playing overseas, there yep. seems to be a bit of an obvious contrast between the way we play and Americans play, um, especially if you watch Matthew Delvadova in the finals against the Warriors. It's a um, you know, he got labelled dirty by Americans, but we were, um, when you first got over there, did you notice uh, much of a difference between the way we play and the way they play? I think um, the main difference I probably picked up on when I first got over there was I think Australians play a lot more of like a team kind of game. We like to share the ball um, a lot more, I think, and just like getting the ball through hands. And a lot of the Australian offences are more like, it's a motion offense, but it's a lot more passing, sort of. But um, I'd say in America, it's a lot more being able to shake your man and play one-on-one and, like, break down players off the dribble and just, like, sort of a, more of a one-on-one style of game, but still teamy. But I think Australians just a lot more, I would say, like, a not a team culture, but just a lot more passing and moving the ball through hands a lot more. Is that... um? What about, like, physicality-wise? Yeah, a lot more physical, just because I think it's – you're playing against freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors, so you're playing against, like, four years of different size girls. So I think that's a lot more physical. But NBL 1 and what used to be called the C, well, that was definitely a lot physical as well in Australia because, as well, you're playing against grown women. But yep. Speaking of Matthew Delvedova, um, you recently got the opportunity to speak to him? In I some- did, yes. Yeah. Uh, conference call set up I guess yeah um what was that about that was unreal that was um Mark Bradford he um invited me to go on that with a few of the BTAS high performance um athletes and the Northwest Thunder athletes so he kind of got on there and we asked him some questions and Delhi answered and he was talking a bit about he talked a lot about um, looking after your bodies and um, like eating wise and recovery wise and then he talked a lot about like his journey going through um, Australian rep teams and the boomers through St. Mary's. And then at the end, one of the questions was asking about what it was like to play with LeBron. And that was just pretty cool to get his insight about like what life was on the road, what it's like playing with the best player in the league. And it was actually pretty cool. And he's a really down to earth guy. So it was really exciting to hear from him and listen to him. But yeah, he's great. Did he, um, did he talk much about that championship run? He did. He he did a little bit. I think some of us were a bit scared to ask, like, what it's like to be down three one and stuff like that. But we did about that, and he just said like they they never didn't think that they weren't going to win. Like they always thought, even when they were losing and they were down in the series, that they were always going to come back and make a difference. But it's pretty special just to hear all these stories and to see his point of view on a lot of the like hardships or stuff like that that's happened. And he talked a lot about like um, how he is like the 1% type of player, always diving on the balls, taking the charges and the play, like the NBA players don't, they they notice that and they don't take it for granted or anything. So that was really nice to hear that as well. Must have been pretty helpful having someone like that to talk to, I guess. Very, very. Yeah. He's, he's really, he's been through a lot. Yeah. And um, so in... In like movies and TV shows, whatever we see, um, we always see like a college lifestyle 
depicted the same way yeah. um, with parties and frat houses yeah. and things like that. Is that actually yeah. what it's like on canvas or? Um, yeah, pretty much. Like it's not, I think in the movies and the TV shows, they over-sensationalise it a little bit, but it is pretty similar, like the college life and they have all the sororities and the fraternities and stuff like that, but. It is pretty similar, but I think as an athlete, we kind of live our own kind of sheltered life apart from, I guess, the rest of the students in a way. It's just something I've always wondered. Uh, watch a lot of movies and then, you know, they're, they're always the same. So Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, we love the impressions on the podcast. Um, yes. Do you, have you got any for us for us this week? or? Um. I was talking to Riley and Dad about this earlier in the week, and he, like, we watch a lot of Batman, and yep. like, we watch a lot of we watch The Dark Knight Rises with Bane, and I, I know a couple of his lines. Not, um, it's not an impression as so, but it's like I can say a few of his, a few of his lines. So, yeah, we'll good. give him a go. All right, <laughs> hang on. What did you say? He goes. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore, but there we go. That's all that uh, we need. Um, <laughs> but as always, we we like to finish off with um rapid fire questions. But yep. I'll, I'll leave out the funniest teammate one because you are changing. Yes. So Good. I've added one to make up for that. All right. So, sounds um, good. So, Palmy or Palmer? Palmy, definitely. That wouldn't get much running in the US, would it? No, but... they don't really know what it is, but definitely a Palmy girl. Yeah. Um, so, sauce, fridge or pantry? Uh, fridge. Fridge. Uh, chocolate, fridge or pantry? Pantry. Uh, Favourite movie? Uh, either The Dark Knight or Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, yep, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, no way. And uh, proper pronunciation, Nike or Nike? Nike. You always Definitely. hear it say it different, so. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Taylor, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Uh, good luck in the future with the chat. No, how do you say it again? Gauchos. Gauchos. Uh, yes. um, look forward to hopefully getting to watch some games when when it comes back. Um, yes, definitely. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and stay tuned for the announcement of my next guest. Cheers. <laughs>